0: Dot
1: org. Check 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 check. Oh
0: Hello. Ooh.
1: You boys, can you hear yourselves? Check check. check. Oh, I like that yes. deep bow that you did, hey. Kevin. very nice bow toward the microphone. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. Good you microphone. must. You must have honor in order to do improv. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, you can you can manipulate that thing around and move it close to you. Up. You're a tall boy.
2: It might have been Strapping like lad. Hmm? It might have been a desk lamp at one
1: point. No, yeah. It's now it's a microphone. <laughs> yeah. It's what is that like that Pixar animal. The light. Oh, yeah. Animal. Hey, this is no suggestion. I'm Ralph Jean Pierre. Co-host Jake Joseph is Hello. here this week. Hello. Hello. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this week our guest is a, is a, a, a gentleman that I adore. Yeah clown, improviser, actor, uh explorer, uh seeker of light and peace. Kevin Karpinski. Hello. I expected you. there to be applause, but it's just the three of us here. Uh I should have applauded. That was
0: yeah. Love you. That was on me. I I really should have been there.
1: <laughs> um <clears throat> That was a good audience whistle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Um
0: I have never been able to do that. I don't understand how. Whistle? Well, I can. I can't whistle at all. I can barely whistle. And I took like years of constantly like <laughs> for like years until I finally made a noise. Uh, But then the other types of whistling, I have no idea how people do that. Let's hear it. Well, now, uh, uh, now, that uh, now, I'm now it's gone. To, yeah, it's, it's like the, um, the, the my whistling is stage on. fight. Yeah. Stage fright whistling. I can barely do
1: that's basically what my whistle yeah. sounds like
2: oh there yeah. I got a little bit there all right, all right. well if you're feeling it just let it out
1: it's like when you try to do you do the same thing on a bottle try to make the sound on the bottle uh you know yeah the mouth across the top yeah 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 There, go. we, I got a little bit of yeah whistle. you got yeah, a little, yeah. little yeah. bit of tone you can Here, whistle. do
2: that whistle again and I'll do the crowd <sighs> now now it's stage now
0: happening go.
1: again can you whistle Kevin <laughs> Don't do it. I
2: know. My mom used to whistle. That was her way of calling us home. It wasn't. She would never yell her name. She would just have this piercing whistle that you could hear blocks and blocks away.
1: Make sure you get the mic right, right in close to your, (laughs) close to your.
2: Somehow I learned to do it without the fingers. I
1: don't know. Oh, you you put the mic close, close, closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I can just get closer. Okay, okay, yeah. Or you can move it, whatever you want. That mic has to listen to you. You're the boss. You got okay. that mic. Mm-hmm. I want you to take charge in this office. You're the boss. Okay, everybody has to listen to you. You don't need to bend or succumb to what people are doing. All right, Milton, you're the boss. You got it. Okay, I got it, Milton.
2: I think you should. Is <laughs> that too loud? It? Microphone? Is that okay? No,
1: yeah, that's great, Milton. You're the boss in this office. Whatever you want to do with the microphone, with anything in this studio, you're the boss, Milton.
2: Can you hear me over here on the side? Yeah,
1: yes, we, we, can, we can Milton. Hear you.
0: Yeah. Uh Milton, you are you're gonna be interviewing the head of the CDC today. Uh and you you seem really distracted.
2: Seem- I'm gonna be I'm you just seem very distracted. Well there were these birds uh that, that flew into the engine of my car. Don't
1: pay attention to, they're in your car, Milton. Don't pay attention to those birds. You're the boss here that with the people who are coming in from the CDC, you have to cross examine them. Okay? The birds are in the car.
2: Of course, but I, I just had to leave my car on the bridge and I walked the rest of the way.
1: That's yeah. a very. That bridge is very far away, Milton.
2: Was, I t- you're
0: telling me. Was, Milton, this was, is all the past and you need to think about the CDC which is in the future.
2: <sighs> that's 14 miles. You've walked 14 yeah. miles this morning? Y- yes, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I, I, I,
1: I, we would have towed your car for you, Milton. The, the, I, the CDC is coming in in less than a minute and a half. Yeah, we could have rescheduled if you would have just told us that. that. It must have taken you Wait, at least two hours to get here. You could have rescheduled? Yes. Yes. We could reschedule this, Milton. Well, we can't now because they're they're about uh, to be here. I don't understand how birds enter your your car, Milton. You're freaking out, uh, Milton. Uh,
2: uh, I, I was I was going too fast. All right, I was speeding, <laughs> and I was weaving in and out of traffic. That doesn't very dangerous. help
1: describe how birds ended up, loose birds ended up in your car. The CDC is right outside. How uh, that doesn't it's describe it, Milton? How can we be prosecuting the CDC
0: when you committed at least four felonies this morning?
2: They flew right into the radiator, and I heard the fan chop them up in feathers. That and sounds blood
1: traumatic.
2: And my car died. All I right. was on the bridge. Mil- I, it was the normal height for them. I was just too high okay, and too uh, fast.
0: I just got the whistle from Janine. That means they're in the building. Okay,
1: you gotta, you gotta really pull it together. Right you gotta now. pull it together because you're in charge of this interrogation in this interview, Milton.
2: How does it come down to this? Everything comes down to me. Getting justice for what happened during the pandemic yes. comes down to me. Yes. I have to hold them accountable.
1: Yes. You can't think about your car, which is 14 miles away that you walked no. from after you left it in the middle of a bridge because it was filled with birds that flew into the engine intake of your car. You can't think about that, even though it's 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 baffling how that happened to you. You have to think about what's in front of you,
2: I'm going to take those birds, and I'm going to take those moments, no, and I'm it, just no, going to channel it into the CDC. We are begging you, to, just
1: don't think about the birds. Don't mention the birds. mention the birds. You can channel it mentally, but don't mention the birds.
2: If the law was flying at the height of the bridge when I came over it and we met, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bring the law to the CDC.
0: Cheerio, good mate. Here to talk communicable diseases to you.
2: Good afternoon, sir. Please have a seat. Can I get you a coffee or a tea? We've Uh, got some talking to do.
0: No, I shan't be taking drinks from strangers. That's how you get the
2: diseases. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. You're doing good, Milton. Milton, don't Milton. Should we be wearing masks? See, what is (laughs) good? Good, good, good.
1: Fantastic. Uh, um, so I have, I have many things I want to, I want to, I want to ask you about Kevin. I feel like I I recently this is maybe almost a year ago we got to talk, um about how so you do a, you've been training as a clown mm-hmm. and an and as an improviser and what would would you say your training has been in for the last few years because by trade you're a
2: an electrician an
1: electrician
2: I do lighting for film and television wow mm. well I- okay
1: all right. I feel like, because I'm, I'm, I'm scrolling through the little bit of your life story that you told me while we were in Bryant Park at a brunch. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Uh, I was going
2: on the carousel.
1: You went on the carousel? I wasn't there for the carousel.
2: Oh. It was right before everyone went on the carousel. I did not go on the carousel. Why didn't you go? I had this brilliant idea to videotape everybody in, sl- or not videotape. Ah, look at me. That shows how old I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to use Camcours. my camera phone and yeah. put them on slow motion. And uh, mm-hmm. it was uh, spinning at a very slow rate, but it distorted everybody and captured frames as people passed and it stretched them out like taffy. And some oh. people went too fast and they lost their face or an arm. Or It was pretty wild. That's very
1: beautiful. Yeah, that's a nice gift. Mm-hmm. This was for the clown, some sort of gathering of the clown gym. Shout out to Clown Gym.
0: Yeah. I've taken um, one clown workshop there and that was my only – experience with clowning oh yes, and i liked it though
1: it was fun wonderful yeah shout out clown jim um you okay i want you to tell me one where are you from
2: that is a question oh wow oh.
1: We're already running into complications I, yes. yeah
2: yeah uh, yeah and it isn't just milton that's confused <laughs> <me too. laughs> i um i was born in the desert in tucson arizona
1: this, is, this but is, is that where i'm epic from? already i don't know you were bo- it's okay so you were it, born it's in the you desert.
2: were born from where you're from
1: uh i don't know because you know something many people don't know is michael jordan was born in brooklyn hmm. nobody nobody it doesn't matter that doesn't really figure into his story he's sure. really north chicago carolina and chicago yeah
2: chicago would argue with
1: that yeah he he chicago wants him north carolina wants him <laughs> um so you were born in the desert how long are you there
2: I was born in Tucson, Arizona, and I was there for a few years. (laughs) I don't remember them exactly, maybe two or three. I think there's a picture of me standing in a small Halloween costume as a ghost. Nice. Um, And then we moved to L.A., and I remember living there for a couple of years.
1: Is that how you get into film?
2: No, I was four or five. Okay, and okay. I remember climbing to a third story. It seemed like a third story. It was probably just one floor. Does California even have three-story walk-ups? I don't
1: I don't know. I don't think so. I've I'm, I'm not spending a lot of time out there. There's some I high I have no idea. I I buildings. would assume they're
2: probably
0: all, I mean, probably now they d- definitely have to be uh this was a while
1: ago. They got to add floors over there. They got to add some half floors a
2: century ago.
1: Yeah. Okay, so you were there at, also in California as a kid?
2: Yes. Um preschool pre before school before preschool and then moved back to phoenix arizona where we lived with relatives and i stayed there until i was uh 18 i believe okay how so, uh, w- phoenix arizona maybe is where i'm from i guess
1: how long i guess have,
0: where would you say were the most formative years of your life mm-hmm.
1: wow <laughs> um, i guess that's a difficult question yeah I think mean, about it what are the most formative years of your life?
2: Probably those early years before 9 that shape you and pound you and mold you into something that's going to
1: See that's interesting to me because I always I wonder I feel, for me I feel like uh okay I'm going to ask each of you this and I'll answer it also myself. Where do you think you're more oriented toward, uh toward personally as a rule or or normally? Past, present, or future? Where's your mind and your heart usually? Past, present, or future?
2: Uh, Past, yeah. I have spent a lot of my life in the past.
1: Past, yeah. I am not past-oriented at all. I would say I'm probably future-oriented. I'm, I'm, I live in the future all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm always living in the future. Your whole life you've been that way? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Like, <clears throat> I knew what I wanted to do with my life when I was seven and so I've always been just waiting to get there.
2: Have you done it yet?
1: Uh mostly. I thought I was going to be an artist for Marvel Comics. That's what I thought I was going to be, but then that became acting and making music and mm-hmm. comedy. But it all feels like the same thing to me. Um uh so it is interesting. So I wonder like for I feel like if you're past oriented, then where what you feel your formative years are are different cuz for me I feel my formative years are probably Around when I went to college, no, not in the future, but around like when I went to college or even right after college, those feel more to me like my formative years than but when I was still a kid. In the past. Oh yeah, definitely in the past. <laughs> yeah, but like I think it moves around what part of the past because I don't have. Mm. I had a. I think I had a decent childhood, but I don't think about it very much. Hmm.
0: I guess I don't know if you could. Like if your formative years are in the future, I don't even know what that means.
1: No, they're not in the future. My formative years are not in the future. That would be insanity. I would be coming back here to yeah, that's like the snake eating its kill own channel type thing. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, that means you got some moss. Awesome no, I don't know. That, yeah. 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 yeah, no, my formative years are. I just not like youth. Yeah, or they're not like super super young. Those aren't the years that I think about. As I like, would
0: say, yeah, I I agree. I think my formative years I would probably say are like twenty three to twenty nine. Okay. Yeah.
2: yeah. 29. what happened when you were between 23 and
0: 29? Uh, I guess those were the years that I first started doing improv I was living in Baltimore at the time um, and I think those were also the years that like where I re- like had to relearn all the terrible things that you learn through childhood they're like these 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 like lessons I learned are making me deeply unhappy so I need to re- like completely reconstruct them uh, so I think those are the years where I did that to like be then more centered with myself so, yeah.
1: Yeah. How do you, how do you decide for yourself which, which are your formative years? Just because that's the average? Or for you, it's like, these are the most vivid years for me?
2: I think I said childhood just because I, I am re-experiencing with making characters and shows and clown right now and trying to be present and mm-hmm. open to the impulses Maybe to outside what the audience is doing, uh, trying not to plan it too much, or if I do be ready for it to go haywire and go off the tracks uh, has led me to my the things I do to control and to keep life in the lane and uh sometimes clown just knocks the car right off the road and uh you know maybe that was a little bit of what Mildred. M- Milton, yeah. Milton was experiencing, <laughs> yeah. but it's recently just bumped me back into my childhood and, uh, trying to, recently trying to imagine myself at six and playing with other kids and trying to find that freedom. I was, I found myself in kind of a dark place. Mm. And that was just tonight earlier. And oh, wow. So I think I'm, just like, tonight, I'm yeah. like, dang, I got some stuff to dig up here. This is mm-hmm. scary and exciting at the same time. And I'm often drawn to what I don't like or don't want to do. I'm like, Mm. ooh, look at that. What's hiding in there? That's a
1: great, that's a great I mean, I think that's a positive instinct. Um I uh what do I want to say about that? I have I have a lot to say about that and I feel like I can't gather it, but I went through a period of my life where I was very it became a rule that if I felt scared of something I had to do it. Like there was a there was a years of my life that I was just operating by that, um, just because I felt that it was where I was deficient. I felt like I was missing out on things in my life. I couldn't talk to girls.
2: Yeah, I'd say what's an example? Yeah, of that? yeah,
1: that was the that was really it.
2: That was like
1: it wasn't anything profound. I feel like I feel like that's profound. Yeah, yeah, I I do
0: feel like it's profound.
1: Yeah. I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't. Um, I
0: feel like that's like. A primordial struggle for, like, all b- boys going into adulthood. Yeah. Like, it's so mundane, but it is so, uh like, written into us to be afraid of that, if that makes sense.
1: You guys, I'm going to talk to Caroline. What? What? I am going to talk to Caroline. But she might be able to hear you right now. Here she comes. Here she comes. Caroline? Yes? Uh, oh, you could she heard, she heard you. She heard, she heard me. You, she heard she heard me.
2: You. I don't I don't know what to do. Did stand. someone say my name? Uh <clears throat> stand really still. Stand really still. Who's in there? Sherry, don't <laughs> I hear whispering. I'm gonna turn the lights on. Hey, oh, you're early for class. Oh. I, I'm I'm always early. This is what are you guys doing in the dark in the <laughs> study? Guys, there's only one person in here. There's only one
1: person. It's just Caroline's in here.
2: Yeah, just Caroline is in here. Ha ha ha! These voices are not in my head. My head is a very organized place.
1: Wow, what an empty room this is. Yeah,
2: what an what a what a
1: four long space. Wow, what an what a spacious empty
2: classroom this is. I'm just gonna open this book and pretend like I don't hear you.
0: What? A, look at us, just the creaks and. In- skittering of mouse <laughs> look at us just noise. some
1: molecules and quarks
0: yeah look at us just whistling on the wind
1: <laughs> just us and one human being in this room in a in a with pink ribbons in her hair just studying a precal textbook wow hmm.
2: look at life you know i'm not going to study precal. i'm going to look at this law book about whether trees should have standing and whether or not there's Yes, I think there is. I, I think trees should have rights. I think that's. Ri- I, oh goodness!
1: Look at me, a molecule responding back to a pretty fourteen-year-old girl. Sorry. You almost blew our eyes. Your eyes are so green. I know, but
0: we were pulling this off. we green. were pulling this off.
2: Like the, like, like the Wrigley spearmint gum. Huh, it says here when something has a proper name, it begins to beg to have rights. Like, if I was to name these voices in my head, oh, if no. they were in my head. Oh, no. Which they're not in my head. Shh. They're clearly in this room. Does Caroline know her names? No, I, don't, I don't know. She does.
0: I don't, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that we...
2: I'm going to call... I'm going to call that whispery voice, Alan. <gasps> she, she got you. She got you. My and name I'm going to call the one. other voice, the deeper, more sultry, kind of interesting <gasps> voice, Heath. Oh, wow. What?
1: What? We have to break our cover. We have to no. break our cover. Don't break the cover. What? Don't break the cover. She said it was sultry. No.
2: She said it was no. Wait, no. Wait, wait, wait. Just, don't break the cover. I'm done reading. <laughs> <Shhh>. uh. <Clam laughs> out, the I'm out the window.
0: I'm climbing out the window. Let's I'm climbing out the
2: window. Who turned the lights out? <laughs> you're alone you're alone in this room (laughs) she said it was sultry she said my voice was sultry the windows open who left the window open (laughs)
1: caroline i'm afraid of heights (laughs) scene oh that was fun um (laughs) um yeah uh yeah that's so interesting to i don't want to paint a picture as though My childhood was not of consequence to me. But I do find that I don't think about it a lot. I don't know. I don't know what that's about, but it does make sense. And I, I don't think I had a lot of that when I was studying clown and improv, but I started doing comedy when I was very young. I was 16 when I started. And then even before that, my sisters and I were always being silly and being funny together. So I've had a through line of that my whole life. I didn't have a, beginning really
2: Hmm. so
1: that that does make sense to me that you're like oh i remember this from this part of my life i need to go way back there to try to match these up or take some notes or reference or something like that
2: yeah the idea was to create reservoirs um there was a an exercise before the childhood memory or regressing back to this state which was to say goodbye forever to the person that was closest and that you loved the most that was alive and in your life now. Was this a clown exercise? It was a clown. Pachinko? Exercise. Was this a Pachinko? I ex- think it was. It was related to uh, some mask and uh Oh wow. And, and I had never done it, so I was like down for it. I'm pachinko, like Pachinko, right, for mm-hmm. those who
1: don't know, is like a sort of a more a mystic woo woo form of clown that I believe was originated in Canada by Clown named Pachinko. Oh, Sue Morrison. Oh, no,
2: yes, right. She studied, I think. I
1: think she studied with Pachinko. Yeah, that's interesting. Wow. I guess
0: what makes that version of clown woo-woo? As opposed to other versions of clown, which are not woo-woo.
1: They are clown in general can be very woo-woo. It can also be very technical. Mm -hmm. You know, you're learning juggling, you're learning some acrobatics, you're learning simple clown routines, and you maybe you're learning some mime. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um uh, it can be, you know, more technical or it can be very, just like improv, I think. Can yeah. Be. I'm probably a more woo woo as an improviser. Like to this day, I pretty much have refused to learn about game. I've stayed away from it. You know, I don't know. I don't know.
0: That's so funny because I don't think there's any less whimsy in game than there is. I think, like, I think all improv is woo woo. Like, I guess, I don't know. I guess maybe in my mind, I'm like, theater is the non woo woo theater thing, whereas like improv is the woo-woo version of it, if that mm, makes sense. Yeah. But maybe that distinction is not
2: real. I feel like the exercise that we did tonight came from more of an acting place of like, I'm going to pull up uh, my imagination or, or, or memories. Maybe it's more based, it really was based in personal experience. Mm-hmm. So in that way, it's sort of maybe from that school of like, uh, use your past to to create a reservoir or a place, a color maybe that you can use if you're in a scene or in a, <laughs> in a situation to mm-hmm. pull from to, since you've already imagined saying goodbye forever to the person you love. And, and it brought a lot. Of, it was a lot. It was very tearsome. I was crying and it took it took a good while to stop crying after the exercise. Chris Manley led this exercise? Yeah. Oh my God. He us all in tears. And then we regressed to our childhood and everybody played. And I was kind of sitting in the corner going, Ugh.
1: yeah. I mean, that's just, it makes sense, but it's hard to I mean, if you ever maybe hopefully we'll have Chris Manley on the show someday, but Heck yeah, he's really like a sixteen year old boy dressed as a man, so it's very <laughs> funny to think of fifteen sixteen is probably too old, maybe fourteen, but anyway, um, wow, that's so fascinating. I mean it's interesting because, yeah, that is very actor in a sense, but things like that are why I gravitated more toward physical theater and physical acting and clown because I couldn't do that stuff. Like I said, I don't think much about my past. Um, I don't avoid it, but I don't have a a great memory and I don't feel I have great reserves of emotion in my past. Some people can do that. Some people can think about their dad and instantly have a feeling and an emotion. Well, that's exactly
2: what the exercise was designed for was to create the reservoir. Yeah. I don't think I had one either and I was a little resistant to doing oh, the second part of it like exercise. I'm being yeah or or just uh less experienced or yeah, you don't yeah. have that experience yeah. but
0: yeah, yeah I mean I could definitely understand both of the perspectives but I bet there's like things that you would in the present say like like need to <laughs> say goodbye to or whatever like like when I thought of like if I was going to do that exercise I was like yeah. oh like yeah i guess it's true i'd be like oh like the i've been thinking about my childhood a lot because i have a, a puppy now so i'm like and he's like one years one year old so he's like seven like the equivalent of like a seven or eight year old child mm, uh so his like name? his name's freddy Freddie. uh and so like a lot of times when i'm like what is what is going on with him and i'm just like oh yeah he's he's just a little boy like that's all he, his like all of his behavior is explained by like what would a seven-year-old child be doing oh that that's like what my dog is doing right now uh but then when you're like oh what is the thing that you would like have to say goodbye to i was like oh that would be my dog and like in reality like he's gonna pass away before i am like i'm gonna have to say goodbye to him in 15 years hopefully uh he lives that long um so i'm like oh like yeah there is like a sense of like it could be i i wouldn't be looking to the past to do that exercise if that makes sense because like i'm gonna say goodbye to my dog in the future somewhere yeah.
2: Yeah. The goodbye exercise was someone presently that you are connected with and have a relationship with that was yeah. very much alive and real. So it was not in the past. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. I think, like, I don't, know, yeah. I think, like, you can come at it from a lot of different angles. Yeah.
1: Um, Tell us how you end up on this path. When do you first take your first <laughs> clown class? Well, okay. So we've established you're an electrician for film and tv but from the do you enter into that world because you're secretly thinking about performing and acting or you just i'm an electrician and here's a job
2: ever since i was a child i had the idea to make and wow people with stories and i was fortunate enough to get my hands on a super 8 camera that my family had and dug it up out of a closet and (laughs) <laughs> when it dawned on me what it was and I could start actually experimenting with it, I was, you know, saving up for weeks to buy one roll of film and have it developed. And so I treated it very preciously and started just shooting things. And then through the linear process of film, realized like, oh, I, this, this is linear. Mm-hmm. And so there's a beginning, a middle, and an end, or there's mm-hmm. just this and slowly developed into a, a visual form of storytelling, which then later much later in school, uh, I was like, what am I going to do with my life? And I'm like, I love film. I love visuals. I love photography. I love telling stories and showing them. Mm-hmm. And I love movies. And I was like, ah, duh, that's what I'm going to study in college. So I, in a way, I did know what I wanted to do when I was little. I just hadn't thought, projected it so far in the future that this is going to be my job. I just, mm-hmm. It was more organically in me. Um, and that led me to trying to write and tell the story. And I made a number of films that were short films mm-hmm. for college, and showed them to people. And they were like, "Oh, uh, yeah, uh, eh. oh, yeah." Oh, yeah. I was like, "Oh, oh no!" I'm like, I don't have it." Whatever that is, whatever it is, I, I don't, don't have, have
1: it. It's so. How do you how do you feel about that now? I don't have it. How do you feel about
2: that? I feel i should have stepped in up and done it then i feel like i'm still trying in clown trying to create a show i feel like i'm still tempted to be like you don't have it but Mm. every time i get a laugh or every time i get a boo or i just get silence i'm like i'm here doing it and Mm -hmm. and i'm learning something and i'm like oh this is harder later in life I, i but i'm learning it and i'm enjoying it and it's scary i i love that yeah what do you feel about i don't have it just as a concept
0: yeah i definitely think like my early days of improv i really felt that like uh and i think like because i was much more of a shy reserved person um and it was a very challenging thing for me to do to be in front of people like that so i i do but now i think of it like um i'm like oh it's not the whether you have it or don't have it, it doesn't really matter at all. It's it's only like the only thing that actually matters is if you do it. Yeah. Like that's it. Yeah. Uh, so I think I think <laughs> about that a lot. I'm like, it doesn't matter if it is the right opportunity or right chance or like whatever it is. Like if it if it's a like a a meaningful action to take, just go for it anyway. Uh, but I, I definitely so I resonate with both sides of like. But I think I could probably only have gotten to the place of not caring about having it by like. First living through the space of, like, really believing, like, I didn't have it, if that makes any sense.
1: That's fascinating. Okay.
0: So I think it was, like, living through that to realize, like, oh, like, holding on to this belief serves nothing. Let it go. Yeah. I
1: think... Yeah, I feel like, for me, I was making art, again, since, like, from, like, seven years old and never stopped. And I guess I was always good at the thing, you know. I was never scared to get up in front of the class. I was always... Uh, kind of funny and I I, um, I was always drawing and I was always making comic books and I was always being creative. It never occurred to me to think about if I had it or not because I was like, I'm not going to stop and I'm going to do this for a living. It kind of didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't matter to me. And I feel lucky about that because it wasn't an ethic that I had. It wasn't that I decided this. I just was like, I was like, I don't want to do anything else. You know what I mean? I just was like, I have to do this. So
0: Just like a tenacity for it. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm,
1: I feel like if somebody who was powerful or, or had some um, credibility had told me that I don't have it, mm-hmm. I wonder what that would have done. I wonder, I probably might not have listened to them, but I don't know.
2: There wasn't a moment when you're like, oh, the rent's due and I'm just drawing... And I've run out of money to, for paper, and I don't have any more ink, and the rents due, and I don't know what to do. I better go get a job.
1: That's very interesting because one, like I said, I knew what I was going to do with my life when I was seven, so I just really spent my life studying artists. So I was very—I've heard Jed uh, Apatow, John Apatow, Jed Apatow talk about the same thing. Like I sort of knew that it came with struggle, and it came with like a long time of failure and being broke and i didn't know anything else i was always broke um so i was just like i was just always like yeah i just hustle so i can make
2: rent and keep going like this doing your art yeah 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 so you were selling your art no no i still well, don't know i guess if I'm what by
0: hustle do you mean like take odd jobs and yeah and yeah, odd jobs. yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cleaning yeah.
1: cleaning toilets and bussing drinks and whatever it is i needed to do just to be able to make enough to go and do that thing in college i just i went to a private university uh, college which was very expensive and i just didn't work i was just very broke all the time because i was like well i can work like all my peers are doing or i could do i could audition for this main stage show and do the studio show and put up my own show and be an improv team and do the student film Wow! or i can have a job and have money and do stuff that's cool and i you know i mean i just decided not to also didn't want to work i mean come on yeah <laughs> no i didn't
2: either i was picking the the low credits at the community college that had a, I had a couple of cameras and i got a 2 year degree and i was like oh i'm doing this and that's when i made those films and then where was this this was in minneapolis minnesota at the uh minneapolis community college
1: wow wait and, uh and um, how long did you live in Minneapolis?
2: I lived there for about 20 years. Whoa. So you, you've met Prince. I've worked with Prince. Whoa. Oh.
1: Okay, we got to talk about this.
2: <laughs> it's very minor. Oh, come on, uh, come on. best give story it. Is, is- I love Prince. Is, he just had a policy because he had a lot of people that would just stare. He's dead now.
1: You can talk about it. it
2: th- well, I respect him. He had a <laughs> lot of people that would just gawk and stare and, and, and I think judge Prince? him
1: yeah uh, and so he had oh. a policy
2: at at uh at this at paisley park not to that you can't look at him whoa and so if he caught you looking at him it was understood that you could be sent home wow so if you looked at him he'd be looking at you what is paisley park paisley park was his studio in chanhassen minnesota that he built uh, okay uh, I, I which just, is still there and it's a you can go on tours yeah that's his home
1: it's very famous i just sucked my cheekbones in and did the peace sign on my eyes (laughs) or so people can imagine did a blue steel um yeah i mean i love wow okay so and how many times did you get to work there just the one time no
2: there he would do parties uh after hours and people would come and he would have the whole he'd have his film crew that was shooting his music video just stay do the lighting for the party and you know you could
0: is dave Chappelle's like uh in like (laughs) recollection of
1: prince accurate I think that's uh, sure, uh, I've heard Charlie it. Murphy's, but that he
0: could or play Charlie basketball. Murphy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was on Dave Chappelle's show. It was show. on Dave Chappelle's show, but like Charlie Murphy That he could was, like, play basketball
2: like, yeah. and he would make you pancakes? One of my neighbors played basketball with him in high school and he was good. And my neighbor was competitive with him. And uh, and yeah, he was like, yeah, he was good at basketball. I That's just hearsay. Yeah. Okay. The park, yeah. But, um, so he, he, I think he was with Warner Brothers at the time and he was just trying to get a away, away from them or work yeah. that out. And he was just spending money to the point where he thought they'd just let him go, I guess is the. The
1: way I understand Oh, wow. I was trying to sabotage everything and giving people work.
2: Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So you could work three days straight. And like some people did, and they just racked up the overtime <sighs> and the overtime. And, you know, that was probably half a year's pay and just three days <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, there. I, I think Get he's
1: probably the- one of the people I regret the most not getting to meet before mm-hmm. he died. I, maybe the,
2: uh, he's up there. Okay. The, the closest but- I got to him was. I was coming through a door. I opened the door and he was right on the other side and we were closer than you and I are right now. And, and he's just looking up at me and I'm like looking down at him and it took me a second to realize, oh my God, that's Prince. And we're staring deeply into each other's eyes. And I'm like, I'm fucked. <laughs> oh. And uh, he just kind of looked at me and nodded and I went <gasps> and I kind of exhaled or inhaled and walked past him and I'm like waiting for the rest of the day to get fired and sit home but he didn't and I didn't and uh-huh. I was definitely respectful and
0: I could I could empathize with prince's perspective like I think I would like if a lot of my life was interactions like that I would probably find it so exhausting
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. I, I almost just sent myself home I'm like I should just leave yeah I should yeah. just leave I, I bet in world.
0: that moment he was probably just like <laughs>
2: get out of my way yeah yeah he's probably <laughs> just I'm, like I'm sorry I-
1: princess princess please oh oh I didn't I didn't see you Blowing your nose? Bad. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. You better not have. I have. Oh, 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 princess! I did not. I did. Not, I not I, I don't even know why I said that. It must have been the imaginings of my feeble idiot mind.
2: But oh, you did see that I was blowing my nose.
1: I I only came in to tidy your powder room because I thought you were out frolicking with the with the other dukes and princes and and your chariots and your and your uh you know your. Carriage aside.
2: Don't I, make me break my record of firing people in one day. I, I, do, please, I do not fired. want to be fired. I'm going
0: to hide behind the curtain. I'm going to hide behind the curtain.
2: That's Matilda. And
1: we, we are both going to hide behind the curtain where we can't see you, princess. And once you're done, we will tidy your powder room to. A, a,
2: a, a sparkling, shark. you get back here. We're, you're standing right in front of me. You're not going anywhere and hiding. Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking away from you, Princess. The fact, I'm that I away. didn't know Matilda was there, and they're still behind the curtain. That's fine. Oh, yes, Matilda's lucky I can't see them. Yes, but you, I can see. Yes.
1: Well, Princess, I just want to.
2: Why are you wiggling your fingers like that? That's so annoying. I'm sorry, it's,
1: I have a.
0: I'm sorry. I'm wiggling my toes. I'm sorry. Oh tilt thats
2: well i, 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 I <laughs> speak up, say something for yourself explain yourself to I, I i am i am
1: um, well uh my name is R- R- Regine, and I am one of your uh waiting ladies of waiting oh my god, this
2: is so exhausting Reg,
0: Regine, the uh, a mouse is in your dress a mouse is in, a mouse is uh, crawled into the is crawled beneath this the,
2: Mouse. There's a mouse in my room.
1: It's it's a helper of mine. This mouse helps me to sew. I make dresses out of the scraps that I wait,
2: find. Are you telling me you
1: talk to the mice too? Wait, I didn't mean wait. to look at you, princess, but I do talk to the mice.
2: Wait, you talk to the mice? Yes, I sing to the birds, and they Matilda come. Matilda, don't help come me. out
1: from behind the curtain, lest you be dressed down as I am.
0: Last time I sang to the birds, they, they drove themselves into the horses and the, the constable had to <laughs> abandon his wagon
2: on the... Oh, I remember that. Father couldn't find any of the birds in the dovecote. They were completely gone. And when I called them to help me sort the lentils out of the ashes, they weren't there for me.
1: The, uh, the animals, they have their own relationship with the earth and with us. And when we... Re- Come to them with respect. Sometimes they may respond that way. I think you understand that, Princess.
2: Yes, I've since my stepmother and her her two awful daughters have arrived. I it's my life is just. Oh God, Matilda, come out from behind the curtain. Let's just be friends. You can look at me. I, that are, was a stupid rule. What was I thinking? They Cinderella, are awful. They are awful. We're your fairy godmothers. What? Yeah. Okay. And I've treated you so poorly? Yes.
1: But it's okay because we love you. <laughs> Matilda has a pumpkin in her butt.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That sounds painful. <laughs> it's it's actually not it's not. It's fine. Yeah. I was kind of made this way.
1: We're going we're keeping it there until the prince <laughs> the prince has a ball then we're going to make a carriage for you to go to the ball. Oh, I using I love that to f- pumpkin.
2: I'm going to fall in love someday. I want
0: to Hi. We're here to help you fall in love. You're fairy godmother. Just don't tell anybody that the pumpkin that you will have your first carriage ride with with the person that you fall in love with, will I will I will butt? defecate it. I'll defecate it. I'm oh gonna, fairy
2: godmother. It, I know it'll just be covered with glitter. It, yes, it'll be yeah it'll be it, turned to glitter. It'll be
0: turned to glitter, it's but when mad. it first when it first comes out, it'll be in a pile of refuse.
1: It's such a relief to tell but, you about this because we were going to uh, do it without your knowing.
0: Oh my god! I just I, don't let anybody else know. Okay? Sometimes people
1: put the glitter in their mouths, which is perfectly safe for you to do. I believe
0: yeah, we in make magic. it clean. It's clean. It's yeah. sanitary after we've we've prepared it. But
2: in in the beginning steps, it's pretty horrific. I know all this talk about making magic disgusting is just to try to help me grow up and take responsibility for my life and find my identity. But I don't want to. I want to believe in magic forever. No,
1: it's pure fecal matter. But we'll
2: see. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: <laughs> Every good improv set needs uh, to have a bunch. Of,
1: oh my <laughs> word. Um okay, yeah, I, okay. But so you're in Minneapolis, you're taking you're in community college, you're taking classes, you you're making films, nobody likes them. Okay? How <laughs> Nobody hated them, they just didn't like them. Okay. And from there, you, after about 20 years?
2: No. I was directing my own films, writing directing. But you were in Minneapolis for that time? In Minneapolis, yes. I had moved there uh, in my teens. And kind of came of age there at twenty one and could drink and go out. Do
1: you pivot? Do you
2: you always oh kind there's of sidestep so much to this. I yes, I, I pivot you, sidestep for, to from, electrician? No, not just that, just yet. I'm I'm like dreaming that I'm an auteur and I'm seeing all the great films and, and film history classes at a community college level. I mean, I think the credits were twelve dollars a credit at the time. Wow. That wow. yeah, was a while ago. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the kind of college I could afford. Do they
1: come with a hot dog each grade?
2: They did. They came with a, they came with a full uh, latte.
1: Wow. Wow. Beautiful. uh, Yeah.
2: Well, so I didn't really know what I was doing. I mean, I had, who does. So I sidestepped from, all right, I'm not going to be the director, uh, producer, writer, editor, everything. I'm going to just shoot other people's films. And I started DPing and, and shooting other people's. One of, one of my fellow students, the community college decided to shoot a feature and, I helped shoot that and uh, shared the responsibilities and long, long nights and days making that for a couple months. Um, and then I realized after a few years of doing that, I'm like, I have no idea what the light is doing or the shadows or where they come from or how 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 they're made or, or how to control them. And it just seemed like this nebulous thing of like, there's no, uh, mm-hmm. clearly people control the lighting, but mm-hmm. I had no concept of doing it. So I then started to just, help other people light their other photographers light their films. And then I became a photo assistant. I just, anything that had a light attached to it, I was like, I'm going to do this and figure out how it works. And that slowly pulled me away from the creative dream of telling stories into paying the bills. And then a commercial came to town and then there was the mighty ducks and different feature films. A bunch of indie films came through Minneapolis Um I think the
0: Mighty Ducks was like probably one of my favorite movies growing up. I was like a '90s kid, so like that was on Disney Channel movies and stuff like that.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: that's cool that you worked on
2: it. The grumpier old. uh, In that capacity, I was I was just making headway. I think at that point, I had even just become a PA and I was just handling people's luggage, but the pay was so good. I'm like, oh Mm -hmm. my god! And if I could just get on one more day, and if I could just get on one more day, and it was always one more day and one more day, and then pretty soon I wasn't thinking about making films or telling Mm, stories wow
1: okay so then you you get to new york somehow and you're and you're in new york and suddenly the 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 some version of that urge comes back up does that send you to new york or you already here somehow
2: i come here on a cohen brothers film the new york crew went out there to shoot their childhood biopic uh, a serious man and i was working with the lighting crew just the, the heads of the department came out and hired so in 2008 this is 2008 yeah wow so this man, good you nailed it wow bro <laughs> yeah came here uh slept on a lot of couches worked on sorcerer's apprentice hid from the union and then got caught by the union and then they were like you don't have a card you can't be working Went under, you know, just kind of uh, off the out of work for a while, and then they're like, "Hey, it's getting busy." And right around 2009 is when this whole like peak era of television started to launch. Mm. And New York uh, has never been as busy as it's been in the last 10 to 14 years.
1: Wow, oh,
2: that's cool. which now seems to be coming to an end and sort of slowing down with shows like Succession and Severance, sort of kind of these these really fantastic shows getting awards and then, you know, we're not seeing a lot of new shows on that caliber being proposed or and even people from the studios or the streaming services like Netflix, you know, announcing layoffs like Paramount just laid off like thirteen. Oh, so
1: people. the streaming era is starting to get hit a lull. So now we're gonna see less less didn't, shows made. Didn't
0: Netflix just make like a film production studio in New Jersey though?
2: They are still opening studios. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they are also like now they're no longer just the studios of Hollywood, they yeah. they've bought most of those. They came up in the shadows of those previous yeah, studios, yeah. <laughs> and now they own those studios. Mm-hmm. But now they're international; they're huge, oh, okay. they're mega, giant companies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they they're finding it hard to sustain that. Mm-hmm. And Netflix led the way, but streaming services like Apple and Amazon and Paramount are struggling to make the kind of revenue that Netflix did.
1: And there may not even be people are probably probably consuming as much entertainment as ever. Maybe more than ever, but now there's so many networks. So, and then. Well, I think some, it's like
0: largely that, like, uh, everything used to be consolidated on one service. Oh, yeah. So, like, everybody was paying for the one service. Now there's, and now now there's so like many services. services it's yeah. like, I'm not going to pay for Apple TV and Paramount Plus and Amazon Prime. And, uh, you know, like, it's just like too much
1: now. They're all competing for a yeah. term I just learned market share. Yeah. Yeah interesting okay so but anyway so 2009 you're in here you're ducking dodging trying to work i finally yeah.
2: get into the flow and i'm working more than i've ever worked in my life i'm starting to make some income and pay off the debts i had accrued sleeping on people's couches and just trying to get to new york and and stay alive why um, did you want to be here I was invited that somebody said, "Hey, you should come out to New York. uh it's going to get really busy soon, and I'm like, Oh, that sounds amazing but did no you way.
0: come to New York straight from minneapolis
2: i did okay I yeah. did it was uh t- the two thousand eight was when the serious man was shot, and then the spring of two thousand nine, I came out and started hustling and just trying to make that work so, and it took a couple of years and okay. then I finally got into the union, but I also So to get to the point, one New Year's Eve, I'm like realizing that I'm just working and I'm not happy, and I'm very serious and kind of critical, super critical of myself and other people, and my life just seems very inflexible and very rigid. And I'm like, oh, I just hate the way I feel in my body. I hate the way, you know, I don't want to go on. I think something has to change, and it's New Year's Eve, and I'm like, I'm gonna be funnier next year. I'm gonna make a New Year's resolution to be funny. Which occurred because something that day had made me realize that I was just shitting all over comedy and how much I hate comedy. And like, oh, I can't, all the TV shows growing up they're just so dumb. And I, why is everybody so stupid in sitcoms? And like, mm-hmm. it just makes me cringe and embarrassed for them. And I, I just yeah. didn't have a comedic side. There was no one in my family that was comedic. I mean, we didn't laugh in my family. And so I thought, did you hear what you just said? You hate comedy, you hate laughing. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, that was when I started to realize like, oh, turn around and look into that, that shadowy place behind me where I keep everything out of sight. And uh, I'm like, I got to get, give me a, an ax. I got to chop this door down and let all of that stuff come out. What's in there? What have I put in there? Who's in there? Yeah. That's me. I've lost myself. I must be in this part of myself that I can't see. And my sister's like, no, Kevin. No, you can take a class to be funny. You don't need to make a New Year's resolution about that. Just go to the improv school and and, and I'm like, what's improv? And she's like, you know, like UCB or something. And I'm like, what's a UCB? Like the, who's the, B? Com- who's B that I gotta mm-hmm. see? Yeah, yeah. that's a uh,
0: uh, B no is idea. B is down the down the hall, and you just make a left turn, and it'll be the third door from your left. Keep everybody keeps saying UCB, and I'm like, who's Okay. Yeah, you will see B if you go down the hall, make
1: a left turn, and go to the third door. Oh, all right. Well, we're here to learn about comedy. Uh, we came here to learn about comedy. We heard this is a comedy. Look, I can
0: direct you to B. I'm B's assistant. But uh, where's my
2: coffee? I just.
0: Uh, you sound uh, angry. I can't. I don't. Uh, I
1: have to get. This is a comedy? Is comedy down there? I, don't, down I, the I don't
0: know what you're talking about. Look, if you want to see B, you can see B by going down. The hall and it's going tough. to the left. and.
2: bring me a coffee in the next 10 seconds. You're all fired. Okay, There's a lot I of gotta thumping get, happening.
0: I got to get B, uh, C, which is a coffee. So I got to go. But you can see B if you go down. Five, if you follow me, you can see B.
2: Six. Seven. There's
1: a counting happening.
0: Yeah. I, just hold on. Let the me receptionist, the, I'm scared. Just follow, I, me. I, just follow I, me. Just follow me. Okay. okay. All right. Here we go. Okay. Uh, here, Here's your coffee, sir. Ah, here. finally.
1: Your hands are as large as bear's.
2: Who is this? Welcome uh-huh. to my office. I'm B.
1: <laughs> Hi, my name is my name is Randy. I just I want to learn about <sighs> improv comedy. All right, now that you've seen B, I'm out of here. That's a very hot coffee. You just drink it all in one gulp. It gets me started in the day. I don't care about the temperature. This is a massive. What do you want to
2: know about comedy?
1: I just I wanted to learn improv. is a massive office. You're sitting behind an oak table.
2: Yes. You, this is where comedy begins behind an oak table. There's like a can behind these large hands. This is a trash can that you pressed to
1: open the lid, but you just crushed it, and then you threw the coffee cup on top of the can. What's
2: not funny about that?
1: It's very funny, but you're very scary. You're very intimidating, and you're quite large, sir. I mean, I'm, I'm like, I'm like a good fifty yards away from you. This. Office is massive, but well, you why don't you come closer? I, I'm scared uh, to. Ah, ah! oh, you You. smell like a horse stable. Yes, sir. You're just what we need. Am, am I? Have you been in front of a camera before? I have not. I, my sister told me I, I, could, I could try, I should try improv. So well. I showed up here to the UCB and I didn't realize that I see someone named B. That's me,
2: B. <laughs> Stanley. RB, your face is as large as a movie theater screen. Say something funny. Do the funny thing. I don't know. Any, I don't know how to be
1: funny. I, I work. I, I, I work at. A, I work at. A, I work at an Abercrombie.
2: Look, kid. Yes. Don't make me crush you like that garbage can. Do the funny <laughs> don't thing.
1: Crush me. I didn't come here to be killed. I want to do. I want to learn improv. All right.
2: That's it. You're going to be crushed. Don't crush me, sir. Please. Then you better do something funny, quick. Ah,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. The kick my legs. <laughs> Yeah. There I you go, my belly. Hey, this kid's got potential.
0: <laughs> oh, sir. I've got the mop, broom, and bucket to clean up the squashed. Oh, okay. You've survived.
1: I've soiled myself, though. <laughs> uh, you got to help yourself. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> good. Wow. <laughs> so surreal, that scene. Um, uh, Okay, and and okay, so you start with improv, and what do you find? Where do you go? What happens? Uh, What year is this when you take your first improv
2: class? Uh, I think I waited a year or two to jump on my sister's advice. I googled it, found the class, found an intensive. Uh, I think it was twenty fourteen okay but i finally got the guts up to do it and i took uh it was like a four-day class six to hour eight hour days and then a show
0: do you remember who your teacher was i
2: do uh james um dwyer yeah okay yeah and he came up to me uh i i thought he was he laughed at some things and he was very blunt very straightforward he, he, there was no mincing words and it was like the last day we're about to – we're ending class and we're about to have our show and he, he's just giving us our, our time to show up for the show. And he's like, hey, Kevin, you know, I've been watching you all week and I was pretty sure you had no chance. You had no idea what you're doing and you, you will never get this. But that last scene you did was pretty good. I think, I think there's hope for you and that was his note for me and I'm I, at the time I'm like fuck yeah that I I can do it, I've got it. <laughs> <You've> got <laughs> it. I got it I've got it but at, looking back at it I'm like wow what a thing to say to somebody like yeah, yeah that was really you're really uh, but you know I don't know that last thing maybe wow but uh, then we did the show and it was terrifying and I was like in the fire of it and the bombing and and then again, it was like another year or two before they they said, hey, if you want to take level two, you've got like 30 days to sign up for the next class. And I got hooked on the like, oh, no, I don't want to retake level one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I started level two. And then I was like, man, I better go to another school so I can get better at this school. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've heard people
1: have that same kind of story of, yeah. I got to go to school so I can get better at school. Yeah. And then from improv, how do you find your way into the clown world, where you're now occupying a lot of time. Virginia
2: Scott mm-hmm. was offering shout out the great Virginia Scott. Yes, Mother Courage. Yeah. Uh, the the Comedia International Comedia Day, and I showed up for that, and we played some games, and it was so fun, and there was like no thinking involved, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so much better than improv. Like, that <laughs> we were finding so much fun so quickly, and. There wasn't, there didn't have to be a story or a location or a who or a what. Mm -hmm. It was just funny to watch people be so dumb and silly and just full of pleasure. And I'm like, oh, this is, Mm -hmm. there's got to be something between clown and improv.
1: (laughs) I am full of pleasure. I am full, full to the brim with pleasure. Oh, it's out of you Goutine, look at you you seem replete with pleasure
0: guys we're about to get sued we have to go meet with the law office uh you're you're both representing the, you're both going to be representing the CDC and uh, uh you know we're up against probably one of the top firms in Touch the
1: greater Chicago belly. area. Touch my Touch belly. Touch his belly, Samuel. Touch my
2: belly. Find
1: some pleasure.
2: It's like a bowl full of jelly.
1: Okay. A bowl right, guys. of wiggly jelly. Guys.
2: Yes, just put your finger right there. You're about to be <laughs> deposed. You're about to be in a deposition,
0: and anything you guys say will be used against us in our court trial. <laughs> <laughs>
2: CDC,
1: come <se> on, CDC. Pleasure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> guys. This this is this pleasure thing is
1: how we mishandled all of those STD problems. Samuel, you look wonderful in your suit. I bet you'll soon acquire an STD from a woman. Pleasure. <laughs> Have you ever talked to a woman?
0: No, I never got over that. <laughs> look, guys, I pleasure. I I can't be pleasure. your lawyer if you. I can't be the law firm representing you guys if you
1: guys are gonna <laughs> do
2: this.
1: Don't you worry, Samuel. We'll win the case like we win them all.
2: With pleasure. With
1: pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Okay, guys, guys, do not sing when the lawyer asks you questions. Tequila.
0: You're going to be sworn in for this deposition, so anything, you know, you could be under the threat of perjury if you say something fictitious, whimsical,
1: or ridiculous. Oh. Huh? What's this, Samuel, behind your ear? Ooh. It's a pumpkin. It was in your butt. See? <laughs> <laughs> Just to call that back. Just to call that back. <laughs> is there any callbacks uh, We got them all. Okay. Um, you tell us, Kevin, in our last minute or so here, what do you think is the biggest thing so far that you've learned in your great journey? Toward a clown. Whoa. Whoa. Or a cool. lesson. doesn't have to a be the lesson. biggest. A lesson. Oh, my God. A thing that, you're car- that you carry with you now from all your travels and journeys.
2: Mm. Mm. All right. That's a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. mm um, I'm really enjoying breathing and just stopping and breathing. And and slowing down, slowing listening. Down. Yeah. And uh it's uh it's become a, an hourly practice of just like, ooh, nothing's going on. Where's mm-hmm. my breath? Yeah. Oh, there it goes, up my spine and down my spine and mm. slowing down. It's uh Yeah, I'm not sure that's a lesson, but it's it's what take I am that. Yeah, on I right think
0: that's now. a lesson. I think I think, I think it takes time to learn that and put it into practice yeah i think that's a lesson oh yeah
2: i'm failing miserably at it oh, i'm, I'm yeah. really fucking it up but it's like but i'm trying i mean tell literally people.
0: People, oh i was gonna say literally people spend decades at like ashrams and monasteries practicing that thing
1: just to so it yeah and you got it right now yeah. tell people how to find you so they could go to your next show uh on the internet
2: instagram yeah instagram or, Play or well what together else together 33
1: yeah and then uh you usually do, sh- do shows where with uh
2: uh, right now, I'm doing some musical improv. That's gonna be at Otto's Shrunken uh, Head. Head on mm-hmm. the fifth. All right,
1: Midnight. good. And
0: I'm Ralph. You can find me at preciousgorgeous.com. I'm Jake Joseph. You can find me at Foolish Boy on Instagram. And we
1: love you. There's no suggestion. Good night.